Sunday evening, and welcome to a long overdue edition of the Sideline Junkies Sunday Rise Post Game Show. Uh, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Ah, uh, man, I am sitting here in utter disbelief and shock, if you will, at these games that have gone on today. We got a lot of games that just didn't go the way that everybody thought that they would go. First and foremost, gee, me Christmas. Let's, let's just go ahead and start here. Tennessee Titans shocked not only the world, but the Kansas City Chiefs also 35-32. Um, across the board, every sideline junkie had Kansas City winning this. This was the return of Patty Mahone, boy. And it just... It wasn't a pleasant return. How about that? It was not a pleasant return. Uh, I, I don't know what all you could say about this game. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm going to say that I'm at a loss because I just knew the return of Pat Mahomes meant that the Chiefs were going to get back on, on, on their roll. You know, they they were going to, you know, they're the darlings of uh, uh, the AFC. Let's put it that way. They, they, they are the darlings. And it just didn't work. Um, Pat Mahomes, 36 of 50, 446 and three touchdowns. If that's not saying, uh, guess who's Bizak? It's your boy, Pat Mizak. Uh, I don't know what will. Uh, Williams, 19, carries 77 yards, led the team in rushes. Tyreek Hill, 11 carries, 157 yards. Travis Kelsey, seven. I'm sorry, 11 catches, I'm sorry. Uh, Ty, uh, Travis Kelsey, 7 catches, 75 yards. On the flip side, you had uh, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, 13 of 19, 181 and two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, 23 carries, 188. And Tannehill even had uh, three carries, 37 yards, and a crucial two-point conversion later in the game. Um, Receiving-wise, not much. Because, I mean, he only threw the ball, what, 19 times, so it's not much. But their receiving leader was Raymond, one catch, 52 yards. (sighs) Not much to say about this one, but I will say this. Tennessee, don't let you down every week. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. Moving right along, uh, we're going to come on home to B-more, state of Maryland. <sighs> they were 6-2 and two going into this game. After this game, they were 7-2. Bengals dropped to 0-9. The Baltimore Ravens, 49-13 winners over the Cincinnati Bengals. Lamar Jackson. The second time this season, he's had a perfect QBR, 158.3. He was 15 of 17, 223, uh, two, I'm sorry, three touchdowns. And you had a, a, a play where him, RG3, and Mark Ingram all lined up in the backfield. You had a backfield of three Heisman Trophy winners. RG3 wound up taking it up the sideline a little ways, gaining some yards on it. Uh, 
RG3 came in, 3 for 5, 20 yards in the pick. Um, Lamar Jackson, 7 carries, 65 yards, 1 touchdown. Mark Ingram, 9 carries, 34 yards. Uh, Hollywood Brown, 4 catches, 80 yards. Nick Boyle, uh, 4 catches, 78 yards. Defense was pretty daggone good. Um, Two forced fumbles, two recoveries. They picked off uh, Finley once. Peters picked them off. 89-yard return. Uh, On the flip side, the Bengals. Ryan Finley started. Played pretty good, to be honest. Let's not take anything away from him. Played pretty daggone good. Just not enough to get the win. Um, 16 of 30, 167 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Uh, Joe Mixon, 30 30 carries, 114 yards. He ran very hard today. Uh, Tyler Boyd, six carries, 62 yards, led the Bengals in receiving. So that was another one that I didn't know it was going to be that big of a blowout. I don't think anybody did, but across the board, every sideline, that was a unanimous sideline junkie pick. And we all got that one right. Now, back to another one. It was rough for the sideline junkie. I think it was rough for everybody that picks football on Sundays. So, here's another one that was unanimous across the board that uh, didn't work out too well. And that's the New Orleans Saints are losers to Matty Ice and the Falcons, 26-9. to uh, Matt Ryan, 20-35, 182, two touchdowns and a pick. Hill, 20 carries, 61 yards. Uh, Freeman, 10 carries, 38 yards. Julio Jones, three catches, 79 yards. Uh, Calvin Ridley, three catches, 28 yards. On the flip side, the Saints, Drew Brees, 32-45, 287 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Kamara, four carries, 24 yards. Michael Thomas, 13 catches, 152 yards. Jared Cook. (laughs) Jared Cook, six catches, 74 yards. And I wanted to sign Jared Cook in free agency here in Washington because I kind of had a feeling that Jordan Reed was going to get hurt. And I wanted Jared Cook as that insurance policy to go with Vernon Davis and uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, but I can go all the live long day about the guys that I thought we should have signed, but moving right along, that was a shocker all the way around the board. Um, <sighs> the Saints, man, the Saints dropped to what, seven and two now? And the Falcons move up to two and seven. Moving right along, another unanimous decision from the sideline junkies, the Cleveland Browns, three and six now. 19, the six and three Buffalo Bills, 16. Uh, just bad officiating, but you get a loss no matter what the officials do. So Josh Allen, 24-41, uh, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Singletary, eight carries, 42 yards. Um, Josh Allen, six carries, 28 yards. John Brown, five carries, 77. I'm sorry, five receptions. I keep saying carries. I got the run game on my mind. Five receptions, 77 yards. Cole Beasley, four for 74. (sighs) 
just not going to get it done that way. On the flip side, Baker Mayfield, 26 of 38, 238, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 20 carries, 116. Kareem Hunt, four carries for 30. Jarvis Landry, nine for 97. Odell Beckham, five for 57. And Jarvis Landry had a touchdown. Um, I don't think this will save uh, Cleveland's season. So let's just put it that way. I don't see Cleveland reeling off another seven wins and going 10 and six. I don't see that. Uh, maybe it might right the ship and they may go eight and eight, seven and nine at best. But uh, Cleveland fans don't look for playoffs out of this team. This team is not a cohesive unit. Last year they had more cohesion and more chemistry than they did this year. So just going to put that out there. Uh, Buffalo, I told BJ this during the game. I said what Buffalo was missing, what they are lacking is a Saquon Barkley-esque uh, running back that can change the game and, you know, bust it wide open, for lack of a better term. Just break the game open because you got a running quarterback in Ireland. You got a running back that you don't know. It's kind of like running the read option with the 2012 Redskins, uh, the 2012 49ers. They had guys that you didn't know who was going to get the ball at quarterback and running back, but both of them could gouge you for big runs. That's what that is, and that's what uh, I think Buffalo is missing. So I think they should make sure make that a priority when the draft rolls around. Moving up the coast a little bit, we're going to go to East Rutherford, New Jersey, the Battle of New Jersey, the New York Football Giants versus the New York Jets. Only the fourteenth time these teams have met. Uh, the Giants were leading eight to five. In series victories, now it's eight to six. <sighs> Giants take that L by seven, 34-27. Uh, Daniel Jones, 26 of 40, 308 and four touchdowns. I think he's getting better week by week. Um, rushing Jones, three for 20. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 13 carries, one yard. That cannot happen, but... For the, I mean, kudos to the Jets to contain an absolute monster like Saquon. Uh, Slayton, 10, carry, uh, 10 catches, 121. I'm going to get it right. Don't, don't hold it against me. Two touchdowns. Golden Tate, four catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Um, on the flip side, the Jets, Sam Donald didn't have a bad game. 19 to 30, 230 and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell, 18 carries, 34 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Demarius Thomas, six six catches, um, 84 yards, and I can't even see how many targets he had. Uh, Jameson Crowder, five catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Le'Veon even got into the the, the catching business, four catches, 34 yards. Um, This is another one. This is not going to turn the jet season around, but this is not going to uh, turn. This is not going to be a downturn for the Giants either. I mean, the Giants, I had the Giants at two and eight, Jets at two and seven. 
these guys weren't making the playoffs by any way, shape, or form. So it, it was basically your proverbial uh, toilet bowl game. So, but the Jets win it. Moving out west a little ways, we're going to go to Indianapolis. The Colts loses to the Miami Dolphins. The 2-7 and seven Miami Dolphins. 16 to 12, the Colts dropped to uh, 5 and 4. Just again, again, the Colts lose a close one. They lost a close one last week. They lose a close one this year. I mean, this week. Uh, 21 to 33 was Ryan Fitzpatrick, 169 in a pick. Uh, not much running. 20 carries from Belize, uh, 43 yards. Parker's five catches, 69 yards. Allen Hearns, two catches, 32 yards. On the flip side, the Colts. And I'm going over this game because I'm just like, what in the world? Jacoby Brissett didn't start this game, did not play. Brian Hoyer came in, 18-39, 204, a pick. I'm sorry, three picks and a touchdown. Marlon Mack, 19 carries, 74 yards. Just cannot operate like that okay uh i thought the Colts were on an up uptick and they were gonna they were trending up but it's just a blockage in the road for them so but it's okay we and i say we i'm talking about football community period i don't think we see the dolphins doing anything the, the colts this right here cannot throw them off kilter because they still have a shot at doing something big especially in the afc south and in the afc south yeah they are in the south cuz i'm so used i'm old school so i'm so used to the colts being in the afc east but i know they're not over there they're in the south um but this can't ruin their season. They have to keep chugging because they got to keep pace with the Houston Texans. Miami, this may turn their season around. Maybe 7-9. Maybe 8-8. Eight and eight, Maybe even 6-10. and 10. Could be something vicious there. But, going to go away, take a break, um, come back, go over a few more scores, live looking in Dallas and Minnesota. And just make sure I go through every score for the day. Stay tuned. And just like that, we are back. Thank you, BJ, for that lovely, lovely segment you do every show with our word from our sponsors, Anchor FM, which is our home. Uh, Next game, it was a late game. Just finished. Very exciting, you know. True football fans probably love this game because of the snow coming down in the frozen tundra of Green Bay. So the Packers are victorious 24 to 16 over the Panthers. Uh, A-Rod, 17 to 29, 233 yards, no touchdowns. Had a touchdown pass to Jimmy Graham at the end of the first half that they called back, said that he didn't get his foot down. I was like, oh, my goodness, you're messing up my fantasy numbers. But anyway, Aaron Jones, 13 carries, 93 yards. Jamal Williams, 13 carries, 63 yards. 
Uh, Devontae Adams, seven catches, 118 yards. Uh, Jimmy Graham, two catches, 59 yards. Uh, on the flip side, Kyle Allen, 28 of 43, 307, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, one of the best running backs in the league. Christian McCaffrey, 20 carries, 108 yards and a touchdown. Uh, DJ Moore, nine catches, 120. Greg Olson, who cracked 700 catches today. Congratulations, sir. Uh, eight catches, 98 yards. So I'm not surprised at this one. Uh, this wasn't a unanimous pick across the board. But for the most part, the majority of the sideline junkies picked Green Bay. I mean, how can you pick against A-Rod? But it wasn't in the bag very early. So moving right along, uh, another late game. Pittsburgh got by the L.A. Rams 17-12. to 12. Uh, A pick by... Um, I can't, <laughs> of course, I can't remember his name. I, I got it right on the tip of my tongue. Hold on. Just give me one second. One second. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Good grief. I couldn't get his name out to save my life. That's a pick by him sealed the game. Uh, on the offensive side, Mason Rudolph, 22 of 38, 242 and a touchdown. Jalen Samuels, 14 carries, 29 yards, led the Steelers in rushing. Uh, James Washington, six catches. 90 yards and a TD. Um, I won't say Pittsburgh back to their dominant form, but they doing pretty daggone good. Uh, on the flip side, Jared Goff, 22 of 41, 243, and two picks. Todd Gurley, uh, 12 carries, 73 yards. Robert Woods, seven catchy catches <laughs> catchies <laughs> 95 yards i'm getting tongue-tied i'm just so excited it's sunday uh walking day is about to come on we got godfather hall in the night so i'm just so excited then also i'm getting ready i'm getting a chance to do something that i love which is talk sports and actually record it and have people listen to it so i'm i'm just excited so don't don't mind me um but the Rams, I think the Rams are Super Bowl hungover. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. And I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they do. But they are Super Bowl hungover from last year. That game, they were shell-shocked. And everybody thought that they would come back into this season and dominate like they did last year, but they are struggling. They're five and four. Pittsburgh has won five straight games. They started out 0-4 and won five straight. Pittsburgh's going to make some noise in the AFC North. They're only two games off of first place behind Baltimore, and you know it's going to be a kicking, scratching, spitting, cussing match when Baltimore and Pittsburgh play. It is every two times a year. I think that's uh, two games that you can guarantee are going to be knockdown, drag out. It's Pittsburgh and Baltimore. 
it's on the level of Redskins and Cowboys, Colts and Patriots. Um, one you got coming up tomorrow night, uh, Seahawks and 49ers. These are games that are elite level. Like these should be primetime games because they're that good. So uh, live looking at the game in progress, the Minnesota Vikings are up 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. They then jumped out on them boys in Dallas and shocked them. But it ain't over yet. I need Dallas defense to step up because I have them in fantasy. Now, uh, before we get out of here, let me recap every single score from week 10 as of right now. Uh, of course, Thursday, you had 26-24 Oakland over the L.A. Chargers. That was a divisional game. Um, no way to shape that. I ain't got nothing to say about it because I had the Chargers winning. That Oakland surprised me. Uh, of course, 24-16 Green Bay over Carolina. Pittsburgh over L.A. 17-12. Miami over Indianapolis 16-12. Chicago over a Matt Staffordless Detroit 20-13. The Baltimore Ravens 49 the Cincinnati Bengals, 13. Cleveland Browns over the Buffalo Bills, 19-16. Atlanta Falcons, 26. New Orleans Saints, 9. Uh, New York Giants lose to the New York Jets in East Rutherford, New Jersey, 34-27. Tampa Bay Buccaneers squeak by the Arizona Cardinals, 30-27. Uh, Tennessee Titans beat. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs 35-32. Uh pretty good week this week. Uh as far as slated games. Um and Tennessee won off that was a block field goal sealed that game. Uh Buffalo Hauschka missed the kick that would have tied it and sent it into overtime. But this game, these slated games today were very, very good. Um Depending on who you pick, you might have came out on the winning end. You might have been on the losing end, but it's been rough. Uh, you've got a good game going on now with uh, Minnesota and Dallas. you got another good divisional game tomorrow night. Seattle Seahawks versus the 8-0 San Francisco 49ers. So week 10 is just chock full of football goodness, okay? So we can't even be mad at that. This is just football goodness and football at its best. It's starting to get tight, nip and tuck, people battling for divisional position, trying to get into the playoffs because soon they'll be battling for playoff position. So please, please sit back and enjoy. Uh, I, I know a lot of people talk about uh, picking football games and records and everything. The sideline junkies going into week 10. Junie is the lead dog. He is leading the pack. He's 91-43-1 on the season going into week 10. Myself, uh, BJ and Jim, 88-46-1. Delonte not too far behind, 84-50-1. I'm telling you, you want to know who to pick. These football pools, who to bet on. You need to hit the sideline junkies up. Say, hey, I need some picks 
for week so-and-so because I need to know who picking. We pick all the way up until the Super Bowl. We pick every game. We don't pick select games. We pick every single game played. All right? That's how we can win over 130 games per season. So you want to win some money? Hit the sideline, junkie. So we'll, we'll, we'll direct you right, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I didn't burnt your ears off enough uh, to Junie, Jim, BJ, Delonte, even the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, all on special assignment tonight. Uh, thank you to everybody listening on a regular basis. Um, we have, haven't been, you know, as consistent as we normally are. We were going through some things, trying to switch some things up and try to take some things uh, around. Uh, schedule's been switched around, but we're getting it right. You know, that's one thing you can say about the sideline junkies. We'll seem like we done fell off the face of the earth, but we're still there. We're just working behind the scenes. So just bear with us. Continue to listen. Binge listen, everything. Share it among your friends. And don't forget, you can hear us on every major platform. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, you name it, we're on it, okay? So you can hear all the fellas and myself. So be on the lookout. And if you want to get in touch with us, Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Don't forget that. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We follow back and we are interactive, okay? So that's been the Sunday Rise post game. I'm the big guy, KG. And I holler. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.